Welcome back to the Undrafted Podcast, episode 9. Today is, what's the date? July 12th, 2020. We are, uh, what, four weeks into coronavirus um, and the worldwide pandemic. Four Today months. is our first... M- four months. What did I say? Four weeks? <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> um, Today is our first multi-person podcast. Usual occurring guest, Sam Kimball is back, as well as Ben Miner. First time. How are you guys doing? I'm good, man. It's my good. podcast virginity. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Great start. Um, it's been a it's been a long time since our last pod. Sam, when was the last time we spoke? It was like early May. It was, yeah, it was end of May, I think. It was just before Bundesliga came back. I remember we talked about that. Yeah, which was so. Was right I think now? it was May twenty fourth. Actually, I think I just looked. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's definitely been a while. Um, obviously, a lot's happened since then. <laughs> the world has gone through a lot. Um, just wanted to say a quick word on that. I just hope that people are using the this time to educate themselves about issues in the world, uh, especially people of color and the issues they face, and specifically black people in America, because that is truly important. Um, so let's get started on our main topic today sports and the return of sports <laughs> um i'll start with last week nfl patrick mahomes signed a confusing contract but large 10 yeah. years 10 years um 477 which is up worth up to 503 million dollars with uh everything included in the next two years what was your I'll start with you, Ben. What was your immediate reaction to the news? I, I think the the part that was a bit shocking to me was the length. I mean, I, I feel like we all expected him to get paid the most or within, you know, the, the, the top three uh, uh, quarterback salaries per year. But I think 10 years is just... I mean, when was the last time a quarterback signed that long of a contract? Like, I... I can't remember like and it just seems like in today's today's football world and anything can happen within two years right that you know their defense to begin with isn't great that the whole team could fall apart around that but you know I, I think if, if one per as I said before like if one person deserves that it's him but I don't know it'll be interesting to see I think five six years down the road like where that whole team is you know yeah I um I was listening to some stuff about it, and they were talking about how it might be a backloaded contract, so they could save some save some cap space in this upcoming years, and they still have Kelsey and Hill and all those guys. I I would yeah. say what I first thought when I heard it was that it was absurd, because like if you look at long <laughs> contracts in the past, they basically never work out, and. Yeah. When you're signing a guy, I can see why they gave him that much money, but I think they w- both sides would have been better if it was a shorter term. Maybe actually, Mahomes might have been better off this way, but he doesn't want to go down as the guy that cut half a billion dollars and was never really that good again. Like if you look, like yeah. some of these long contracts, like Bryce Harper, like that's already not going well. They and even Stanton is kind of well. Stanton's didn't go well either because the team traded him halfway through it. Alex Rodriguez, that didn't work out either time. And uh, 
you know, it just doesn't really work out. Pujols and the, at the Angels, mostly baseball is where we go for these insane contracts, and they never seem to pan out with any of these guys. So I'm not exactly sure what Kansas City was thinking. I mean, Mahomes wasn't going to leave, I guess. They just won the Super Bowl. So they had they had some leverage, but it seems like from this deal they really didn't utilize any of it. From their point of view, I guess it's like you've, air, uh, air quotes, locked up like the best player in the league yeah. for 10 years, presumably. But the language is apparently working out so that he could force his way out if they don't exercise like certain clauses and things like that. I don't know. It's It's all like specifics right now. I think the main point being that Patrick Mahomes is now entitled to half a billion dollars over the next 12 years. Yeah. yeah. That's just crazy to say in words, you know? I think that's what got to me. It just in 2020, like, you never expect someone to be paid half a billion. Like, even with Bryce Harper, that was like a, a third of it, a third of a billion. And that, was Mike that Trout's? Was Mike Trout got $426 million over 12 years. Okay. Yeah, like that too. Like, but it's like ha- comparing it in billions. Like, I think it's like a, interesting to see. Like, that's 10, like twenty years down the road. Mahomes is now probably worth as much as the Florida Panthers, like with that contract. <laughs> Which is More cra- than the Red Wings. Yeah, crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Do you think he lasts through the whole deal, or will he be no. somewhere else? Well, I if- see high end seven. Uh, based on past history, I would say he doesn't finish the 10 years in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be surprised. But, um, I mean, I'd love to see it, though. You know, like, I'd want him to, s- to see the 10 years through. I think that'd be, like, a pretty sick legacy if they could perform. But I just wonder what his teammates think about the fact that he's got a half a billion dollars coming his way. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard for us to, like, put that in perspective, too. Like, we're not professional athletes, and, like, it's it's hard to understand, like, is that something they talk about? Like, you know? Like, I think I it's know. got I think it's got to be. Like, especially... I'm sure it comes up. I know, like, you hear teammates comment, like, when guys are holding out. Like, when Le'Veon Bell was holding out, and I think his, some of his teammates came out some in support and some not in support. So, like, I think that they definitely discuss it. Well, arguably the Chiefs' best defender is holding out still, isn't yeah. he, Jones? <laughs> yeah. It's got we'll to be so shitty, man. Like, if you get thrown under the bus by your teammates or bad comments, like, yeah. What do you think this does for the quarterback market? Like, Dak, Deshaun, and Lamar. Dak sweating, man. <laughs> oh, Dak, I think Dak should be Jones. like Dak should be happy. I think about this because now, yeah, it, I think they gotta pay Dak. Dak's pretty good, so I'm surprised he hasn't gotten a contract yet. I think he's man. better than people are, people are giving him credit for. I think it could polarize the market a lot too. Like I think you could see a lot more high end contracts, maybe lower end ones. And maybe less in between, but it's, I don't know. That's just a thought. Yeah, I agree. It seems like they're going. You're either getting the biggest contract ever, or you're signing for like the minimum. Yeah. And there's yeah, like Cam Newton. yeah, there's really no in between. Yeah. Do you think there's like an understanding that Mahomes is that good that people won't be like pressing for that sort of money? I would hope. 
I'm looking at the the next biggest quarterback contract was Matt Ryan. He got five years, one hundred fifty million. Matty Ice. Yeah. Yes, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'll be when interested to see how. Uh... When was it? When was he sign? When did he sign that? Contract? He just signed that in twenty eighteen. Another crazy contract here on this list is Kimi Raikkonen for Ferrari. His contract they signed in 2007 was worth $153 million, and it was only a three-year deal. Jesus. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was a lot of money back then. Like, that, w- that would have been unheard of. Yes. It's death- that one started out, though, well, because he won the world title in 2007. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I guess it was good money can't, then. Can't say the same about Ferrari now. No, I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested to see how uh, the Ravens treat Lamar now in a couple of years, or whenever he's eligible for his extension. Um, just because he takes, I think, takes so many hits. Oh, yeah. If I were Lamar, any so- I would be going for like trying to negotiate right now. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. For him, I think it would make sense for him to lock in a longer deal just because he's a running quarterback and, you know, typically they don't last as long. Yeah, I agree. Even if it was, like, for less average yearly salary, if he could get a longer-term yeah. contract. Absolutely. He's, yeah, he, he's got to prioritize time, I think. Yeah. Um, ESPN released this list a couple of days ago of, like, top 10 QBs this upcoming season. I just wanted to read it out and see if you had any gripes with it. Um, one through ten, Mahomes, Wilson, Rogers, Watson, Breeze. That's top five. And then Lamar, Brady, Wentz, Dak, Stafford. Ah, Stafford. <laughs> My first question, Sam. How do you feel about your boy Matt making it on there? I'm glad that he's finally getting some respect. <laughs> I'm surprised that he made the top ten. I think that they have the right quarterbacks in there. I think the the I think that's a pretty decent list. Who who is four and five? Four was Watson. Five was Breeze. I disagree with Wilson at Breeze two. Above. Really? I think I think Lamar could have been higher. Yeah, Lamar should have been higher, and I think Drew should have been a little higher. I don't I'm, know about Deshaun. I'm kind of surprised Jared Goff's not in the top ten though. Yeah. <laughs> After like, he secured yeah, the bag. Season. Yeah. Right? He's still really good, though. Yeah. Like, I would take him over Jimmy Garoppolo. I think. Would you? After this season? I don't know. Hard to say. I think the Niners' success this season was pretty much like a team effort. I wouldn't really say Jimmy led them there. You could have. Yeah, I think you could have sure. put a few quarterbacks in there, and they would have ended up in the same place. Like, if you looked at some Rams games... Like Jared Goff kept them in a lot of them because their Rams defense was not great, and they Todd Gurley was not great either, so they had to throw the ball a ton. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else yeah, at the top of my head though that's not that should be on that list. Did you think Cam, Cam Newton, baby? <laughs> what about uh Matt Ryan? No. No. Oh, I thought you listed him in there, no? No, it was Stafford. Who was eight? Wentz. Uh, Wentz, who is oh, basically just injured every year. Yeah, that I... Like, do they factor injuries into that, like, durability? Like, for that reason alone, you know, I wouldn't... 
the list claims no. to be top 10 for this upcoming season. I think they missed Captain Kirk. They... <laughs> yeah. Um, Hard to say. I do want to talk about what Ben just mentioned. Cam, Superman, um, making his return to, you guessed it, the Patriots. What was, uh, what's been two weeks now, hasn't it? Yeah. Think about that, yeah. What was your first reaction when that text came through? <laughs> I was, I was happy. Like, I think there was a small part of me that, you know, not expected that, but wouldn't, like, I prepared for that, you know? Like, it wasn't something out of the blue. There, there, I think there had always been, you know, small talk about that. Um, the, the, th- the thing that surprised me the most was the, was the contract size, I think. Yeah. Which I'm surprised, you know, he signed that, to, to, to be honest. Um, but it'll be interesting. And I think a, a lot of the success around him um, will be determined by coachability and, like, like management, stuff like that. And, you know, if he, if he gets along with Bill and the rest of the team, like, it'll be interesting to see that dynamic. And I, I think that that'll play heavily into you know, whether the team's successful, at least on the, the offensive side of things. I assume that he's, like, bought in to whatever they pitched him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have signed for so little. Um, and he does add something that they haven't had for 20 years, which is some sort of versatility at the quarterback position. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brady had a 1,000 career rush yards. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm like a, I think... Brady's probably twenty five percent the speed of Cam Newton, <laughs> and one percent of the physical toughness while running with the ball. Toughness, or yeah, toughness. But I think, um, like at the end of the day, Brady's like what forty two, forty three. Like, you have to have good body condition no matter what to last. Yeah, that. but have you ever seen uh, Cam Newton slide? He doesn't slide. Yeah. Except in the, the Super Bowl. Except in the Super Bowl did, where he... He could have dove on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulled out. Yeah. Think about Cam and Mahomes. They were both in the same position. They each won an MVP and were in a Super Bowl. Cam lost his Super Bowl, and now he's making the minimum. Mahomes won his, and now he's got half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that someone compared like the multiples, like how many times more he's making per season. It's just crazy crazy do you think we're getting a healthy cam like 80 percent of maybe what he was in the mvp season i hope so he had yeah, he barely so. played last year yeah. i think he played the first yeah. two weeks and didn't play after that yeah i think it was two he did done half of another game but yeah his injury history is like horrifying i'm reading a list it's just yeah. so bad <laughs> And I think even if I wasn't a like Patriots fan, I could still appreciate him being healthy and like wanting to see that comeback because it's exciting. I think you know, no matter like who you cheer for, I think there's still an aspect of it that would be like pretty hyped to see him come back and perform well. And be I happy. agree. I I was pretty excited when he came back. I've been saying I've been hoping that the Patriots signed him for so long. If they weren't gonna sign. The 30-for-30 30 30 quarterback, I was hoping they would sign Cam. <laughs> yeah. Are they 
the AFC East favorites? I don't think so. Um, jeez, I think they. I would list them as co-favorites with Buffalo. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think I that's w- fair. I would really hesitate to put Buffalo as solo favorite. <laughs> I'm thinking about Josh Allen yeah. in the playoffs. Throwing, oh just throwing God. the ball around. <laughs> it's dependent on him, their success, I think. I think he has a lot of potential. Josh Allen just losing really his good. mind in the, in the final minutes of a wild card game. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's, like, being tackled and just, like, launches the ball. <laughs> Try being in a room with uh, 15 other Bills fans, man. Was, uh, Remember that fun. game where they... They uh, at the beginning of the second half, there was that whole thing with like the kickoff going in, and they said it was a touchback, and it where yeah. it wasn't a touchback. <laughs> if that had yeah. said, that would have been one of the weirdest calls in NFL history. And the Bills would have been in the second round. Oh my god! It always amazes me like the confusion around NFL. Like there's so many gray areas. I feel like they flattened them out over the past few seasons, but you know. Especially yeah, with the pass we'll, uh, interference like that. I think it's the biggest one. Like that. They really messed that one up this year as well. Like, it didn't go very well. Is it still challengeable? I think it still is. I don't think I heard anything that it wasn't. I think it still is. I believe is. so. It might be worse than VAR. VAR is it... <laughs> pretty atrocious. Um, Unless you're a United yeah. fan. I guess, I guess. What are the chances that the NFL is back? I would say pretty high, but I oh, I was gonna say like one percent. Like, I, there's not a chance. I think it's really. Happening. I I was gonna say like eighty-five, ninety percent. No way. Um, and I think my reasoning for that is just purely based on roster and management size. Like, week to week basis, you have what at least a hundred people per team traveling. Right? It's true. It's logistically like the worst Whoa. sport to bring back it's at this time. It's a nightmare. I, I just read some. Hockey's hard. I read an NFL official's quote that said the virus will bend the knee to football. So that, that made me optimistic <laughs> they'll return. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's. I wanted to so badly, but I mean. Preseason supposed to start in what six weeks? They cut two of the games, didn't they? I think mm-hmm. the Players Association. Yeah, but uh, not that anyone really cared about preseason in the first place. Yeah. No. I think if they want to do it, they should cut preseason, or at least maybe do like one game. I I mean it's America. Like who knows? They definitely could go forward. That is fair. Yeah, you never know. Maybe that'll be Trump's like uh, trying to get reelected. He'll say for bringing back football. That's his, that, that's that. his platform. He's got every vote. <laughs> Biden won't stand a chance. That's basically what he's been doing, especially with college sports. Hmm. Those aren't gonna come back though. No. No. You don't think? No. Anything? Not till. Uh, not till not I fall. Yeah. Not fo- Not fall. I don't think football will happen. Yeah, no, I don't think... I could see maybe March Madness by the end of next year. They could start yeah. a late basketball season and probably get March mm-hmm. Madness going. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, like, Canada canceled all university sports, and it's not even that bad here. 
They're also a little more logical sometimes. Yeah. All right, we ready to talk? Um, Can we talk about Formula One soon? Yeah, I was just gonna switch over to what's yeah. freshest in our mind. Uh, Austria Part Two was this morning. We also um, we haven't discussed Part One yet either. That's yeah, true. I was gonna say, should we start? Let's start with Part One. All right, let's start with practice. um what are your thoughts on the teams uh so far in 2020 especially i just want to talk about racing point and their probably illegal car well i mean (laughs) i think it's a genius idea if it's legal i don't know why more teams don't do it what is why were they challenged this morning by the illegal part of it, I, I, it they, I, I couldn't really understand. They that. didn't say exactly what it was. I think it's something with the, br- the yeah. brake ducts or something. Because it, 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 it was there was an overlap between both it said, both Racing Point and Mercedes. Yeah, it but said it they were including underst- Mercedes in the investigation. It was to my understanding that they'd they'd only used Mercedes engine. Well, no, they they admitted that they uh where, like, they based their car design off of Mercedes, and they were trying to make it similar to last year's Mercedes car. So basically, I guess Renault is just saying that it's too similar, and that's not right. But McLaren already went to the FIA with that same argument and determined that there was no grounds to put a protest in. So I'm not sure what Renault found. You don't think Cyril did some uh, some deep dives? <laughs> Fernando's been deep in the in the FIA rulebook. That's why they signed him again. Okay, so for, we got to start off with the first race. Okay, I mean, go I, ahead. I think Sam. the first talking point I want to bring up is the Hamilton Albon incident. I feel like that might be the most polarizing part of the race one. Oh yeah. Because it opened the door for some other things to happen, which we'll mention in a sec. But, okay, I want to hear what you guys think first. If, if anyone was at fault, if it was a racing incident, if Hamilton should have given room, if Albon was, should have waited a little bit longer in the race, like, what do you guys think? I think Hamilton had never, I don't, you know, I, I don't think there was an, another lap that race where he took that corner that wide. Um, so... At the end of the day, I think, I don't know. I think he knew he was going to get passed. I think he thought there might have been more room. Um, but at the same time, he hadn't really defended that corner much in general, that whole race. So he might have underestimated how much room there was. Um, so would you think he deserved, do you think he deserved the penalty? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, but in terms of it being 100% intentional to take him out of the race, maybe not so much. Um, but I do believe, yeah, he deserved that penalty. Chai, what do you With yeah. marginal bias, because <laughs> I don't like Hamilton. <laughs> in the replay, I feel like you can see that Albon is clearly ahead already and going to pass him. And, yeah, I don't think... Hamilton would do that intentionally, but he definitely didn't leave him enough space to get past him. And it's it was just because it happened in Brazil last year. Yeah, it made it that much worse. I th- I was thinking like 
I dislike Hamilton as much as anyone. I actually thought it was kind of harsh on him. Because, I mean, it's really hard to see. And no one really goes around the outside there. So, like, yeah. he probably was expecting Albon to back yeah. off. And it wasn't, like, a lot of contact either. It was kind of unlucky that Albon went that far off. Like, they could have yeah. just hit tire walls, t- tire wall, and they would have just both kept going. Yeah. So I actually, I thought he was a little bit unlucky. I was surprised they gave him the five-second penalty. But I'm glad they did. Because it allowed Lando Norris to have his moment. Where yes. I didn't even realize what was happening. I didn't even realize he had a chance until, like, the last, like he was coming around the last corner, and they said... Like, yeah, he had go. to get. Yeah, yeah, he was he, like five point seven seconds out. Mm. And then, like, I think he made it. I think he made it by like point three seconds. Less than that, I yeah, think, or something. F- Maybe it was, it was less. It was four point eight, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was four point eight, and there was a five second penalty. So yeah. Yeah, but he like there was probably five turns left. I could be wrong there, but I, I remember watching and I didn't think he was gonna make it because he was still like eight tenths of a second back. I was like, I was just praying, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it was a real free-for-all there, those last few laps. With Perez getting the five-second penalty, and then right before yeah. that, Norris and Sainz, like, they almost crashed each other out. And then Sainz, like, just gave Norris some space, and then Norris went past Perez, which was a little bit a bit suspect move where he just drove into the side of him, basically, yeah. <laughs> and bounced off. I think, I think Norris and Sainz are, like, the best pairing in all of F1, they just was, cracked me up yeah. so much. But also, say that. but also, just like on the track, I think their lack of egos helps them a lot. Like, yeah. we'll get to today, but you saw today that they were fine with letting Lando go ahead and letting Signs come in for a pit and just go for fastest lap. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, yeah, Lando Norris, standout driver of the first two races. Well, so far. I was watching Sky this morning before the race started, and. Uh, Jensen Button was on, and he was his defense for Lewis Hamilton was that uh, Lewis hadn't been overtaken in that corner before, so he didn't really know what to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a, that's I think it's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't used to it, right? He he hadn't had to play defense on that corner. Yeah, that's point, what you were saying. So. Yeah, so, so I think that plays into it. That's why I think you know most of that mistake was due to that. Rather, but than... I think what really got overshadowed by Lando being on the podium is that Charles Leclerc. And what was probably the fifth best car, or maybe even the sixth, actually got second place. He ghosted he, into second yeah, place. Yeah, he, he coasted there the whole race. Like, he wasn't really a... He just kept, contrary to uh, today, he kept his nose clean the whole race and made some insane moves. Yeah. Do you want to get a, get a little rant in on what happened today? First, what was it, turn three? First lap? First lap. I mean, I, Sebastian Vettel's probably my favorite, so I was obviously just disappointed that he's not going to be in Ferrari next year, and I was hoping that he could get a decent seat for next year, and then he's a tough week last week, Leclerc, you know, outdrove him for sure, but then he's in front of Leclerc, and I don't know what Charles is thinking. I honestly don't see it, any upside to what he tried. I mean, obviously, again, it was similar to Brazil, where it was like the worst possible outcome, but, man, they, yeah, he really messed up. At least he owned up to it, which was good. Uh, yeah. I, I always confused. They didn't show too many replays of that, um, which I thought was a bit annoying. But it looked like his front wing, it hit the curb. 
I think he hit the curb, and it, like, for some reason, like, launched him up in the air, it seemed like. Yeah, it popped him up. He was going, like, the perfect speed where it wasn't too fast, where the wing would just be completely destroyed. I think the wing stayed intact and acted like a spring and sort of bumped him up in the air. It was so weird. I've never really seen a crash like that. That's what I was saying to my dad. I was like, I've never seen a back wing get, like, like just except fall going to a wall. Yeah, the only time would be into a wall. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Ferrari probably weren't going to get any points. They might have gotten, like, one or two, but they could have got yeah. some valuable data, I guess, because they said they had some upgrades. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll have some, some more upgrades for next week. Or the Hungaro um, ring. <laughs> Budapest. So, uh, do you think Bottas, he's got the championship lead, do you think he has any chance this season? Because I, sure. I had optimism after last week, but after today, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure anyone can beat Lewis. I thought he drove pretty well today. Yeah. I mean, he got a little help from Verstappen's, like, tiny, tiny damage on his front wing that allowed him yeah. to pass. Um, but yeah, I think Bottas definitely has a chance. Like, he has yeah. a great car, and Lewis is prone to... I mean, he's not inhuman. He's prone to some mistakes, right? It's true. I think Bottas is a very... Like, one of the best mentalities. He's so he's such a reserved you know, person, right? Never see him mad. Um... So I think his mentality, he can just be more laser focused into the season. And I think just because it, it would be Lewis's, you know, defining championship, um, you know, that would, you know, really define him uh, as the the best of all time if he won this. Um, that can be a little bit more nerve wracking paired with the shorter season. Right. He only has you know, ha- less than half as many races mm-hmm. to do it. So it can be a little more like. Anyway, he doesn't have a contract for next year, given, you know, he could probably sign no problem again. But at the same time, that's got to be in his head. I think that the shorter season definitely helps Bottas more than Hamilton. Yeah. And I think at least yeah. with Mercedes is good that they're not going to favor Hamilton or Bottas, like, especially if it's close in the championship. Like, they're going to let them race, I think. Especially since, like, they're going to have such a huge lead in the Constructors' Championship that's really not going to matter if, like, they... Lose a few points from them battling. Yeah, I would agree. Um, do you want to talk about Sergio Perez coming up from... Where did he start? Like, 16th? 17th, 17th. I think he started. Man, yeah. like Perez. Checo. <laughs> that was also a crazy last lap once they allowed Lando to just fly. Mm, I like some I customers came for in, him. Some customers came into work, so I missed, like, the last lap. And I was so confused, yeah. like, what happened to Perez? Because he was trying to pass Albon. And the next thing I look up, and he's, like, getting passed at the finish line. Oh, that would have Stroll. been so heartbreaking if he got passed by uh, the last two. Stroll was trying to pass Ricardo For so long. And, and uh, Checo was trying to pass Albon for, like, both of them for, like, 10, 15 laps. And they just never got it. And then Lando just comes out of nowhere. Well, Stroll, like... Yeah. The insane dive bomb on Ricardo. Like he went full Ricardo. Yeah. <laughs> Except he yeah, got the braking all wrong and just went right yeah. the track. Yeah. Yeah, that was Lando's in. Uh, how did uh, Paris's front wing even get damaged? Because I swear it was just like. Yeah, they didn't really cool. explain that. They didn't show it. No. Um, F one is catching a little bit of uh, 
little bit of flack for their cutting away of the kneeling right before the race. They well, like showed it for a yeah, second and a half, I don't, and then they, cut to like the Red Bull skydivers. They didn't know that they were going <laughs> to kneel. Like it wasn't like yeah. last week. It was in the schedule for the kneeling to happen, and this week it mm. wasn't in the schedule. So I think they didn't realize it was happening, and then they'd already cut to like the Red Bull skydivers. <laughs> yeah, and then Crofty was getting quite a. Was it Crofty? No, I think Someone it was uh, Duresta, or yeah, he was getting pretty worked up about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but there's a lot of the racing points. I can't. I find it hard to root for their team. I don't know if it's because like the team name is just so bland. It's the color. Yeah, I mean it's the pink factor. I don't know. I just like I want to root for them badly, but I just can't. It's also your dad being a billionaire and just buying you into it. You know, one of the better cars. Lance is decent though. He is. Um, like he wasn't that far behind Paris today. Point one seconds in the end. Yeah, well, it, w- it would have been a lot more given yeah. no damage. He did have a qualifying though. Wins, yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened to check with qualifying. Like it was weird. He was really bad in qualifying. Yeah. Were you guys' thoughts together. though on the full wet qualifying? It was kind of sweet to watch. I thought. Oh yeah, it was great. It was really entertaining. It was great. You know what I feel bad for? I feel bad for uh, Russell, who qualified so well and then just drops to, like, last place within two well, I mean, It was kind of – they didn't really show that replay again either. Was it his fault that he went he off, or did Magnuson push him it's, off? They said he got pushed off, I think. Yeah. But they didn't show it. I mean, at the same time, I feel like you can't – he definitely, you know – I don't think he expected to hold 12th place. No, definitely right? not. But it was unfortunate, so, so I he think, fell down. I think that was a really good, like, personal thing for him to demonstrate, like, he's actually a, a phenomenal driver for his age, especially. Um, right? And the whole wet conditions, he, you know, he, he, how many times has he driven an F1 car in, in the wet, right? So Not many. Yeah, exactly, and he did so well. So I think um, it was definitely good on his end of things um, to other teams for future contracts, especially Mercedes. Yeah, the other is guy, he one of the drivers? I hope he goes there. Is he one of the I drivers hope... who's up in twenty twenty one? No, he's yes. got a contract for next year. This year? No, he has one for I next year. He does with oh, he Williams. Does. He he signed a sure? three year deal with Williams. But he said he was like oh. talking to Claire Williams and trying to get her to cancel it so he could sign for Mercedes. <laughs> The other guy though, oh, who the other guy who like balled out yesterday in the wet conditions was Ocon. Mm-hmm. Who like I kind of forgot yeah. that Ocon was good. I only really think of him as the guy that took out Verstappen when Verstappen was winning and Ocon was like a backmarker. That's my favorite uh, moment of Drive to Survive season one. It's the fight between Verstappen <laughs> and Ocon. So like, but you gotta Sam, forget. I don't know. Like Ocon was good. Yeah, and he, I mean he got unlucky today that his car failed, but. He was. It was pretty impressive qualifying. I, I don't really Sam, like him. No one likes Ocon. He's very egotistical. I think. Yeah. According to the F one post from two days ago, Williams doesn't have any drivers for oh. the twenty twenty season. I thought that Russell had oh, signed that. an extra year. Yeah. No. So. 
there's three, four or five teams with no drivers signed right now. Is this the graphic they posted uh, like yesterday? Yeah. Well, if I had to predict who's not coming back, I would be surprised if both Haas guys are back. I don't even know if either of them will be back. I don't even know if Haas will exist next year, to be honest. I was going to say, I don't know when Haas became, like, just bad. Last year. Yeah, they fell off. (laughs) It was the black and gold car. It was that guy from Rich Energy. He cursed the car. (laughs) But, Uh. yeah, I don't know if they'll stick around. They're pretty bad. I don't think... And Kvyat, I think he'll be gone, too. What about think? My, my boy, Giovinazzi? Nah, he's got to be gone. I think he's, he's gone. He's terrible. He's gone, for sure. He's horrible. <laughs> I, think, I think it'll be really exciting to see a, a lot of F2 drivers move up. There's a bunch of Ferrari guys, like young Ferrari juniors yeah. in F2, and like Alpha's like a, almost like a Ferrari junior team, so they might go there. Yeah. Yeah. Because Raikkonen might not stick around, either. Yeah. Do you think Bot? What happens to Bottas if he wins or loses the championship this year? I think. I think if he wins, he he's retire. Retire. He's like not that so. old. I was gonna That's my s- prediction. I was he, gonna say gonna go ro- resign him. Yeah, I think they're gonna resign him for one more year, no matter what. Even That's if my he, bold prediction. Even if he loses, you think he's gonna win or retire? Yeah. What I if think, he loses? I think. Um, he's also gonna retire. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think. I think he'll want to sign again, but I think that's where the George Russell situation could come. So into does Bottas go back to Williams? <laughs> Not necessarily, but a mid a mid tier team. I I I genuinely think that George Russell could be one of the like the top five to seven drivers right now. Wow. Well, yeah. I think Bottas will be around for another year at Mercedes. Like he's pretty good. Hamilton too. Yes. Well, Hamilton's got nowhere else it's to just, go. It's just like when you know what I'm saying. It just seems like they could be there for eternity. Like when, like why would they not have a reason to resign him? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. There's no reason not to resign him. He's doing really well. Like they're just they're that not just depresses get bad. me. Just depresses me so much thinking about that. <laughs> Do you think Science is regretting his decision no. to sign with Ferrari? I no, don't. not at all. I hope not. I would take Ferrari any day. They're not going to be bad again. Yeah, I think this is just like a really bad, unfortunate series of events. Um, Especially to start a season that's already so scrutinized. Uh, But yeah. Do you think Albon will stick around in Red Bull? Or do you think Red Bull's going to find Vettel? Where do you think Vettel's going? I have absolutely no idea. I think it could be like anything. He could get a seat somewhere. He might just not get a seat. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think a lot of teams would want to sign him. You know, to, uh, I mean, he's a good driver, but I think it's the last season or two, and yeah. he's sort of shown. You know, he's not the best of a a, a teammate perspective, um, which I think is really critical nowadays. Um, I mean, he wasn't so bad we'll last year. He wasn't bad. Like, he won in Singapore, he should have won in Canada, and he was winning in Russia before his car broke down. Like, he could have easily had three wins. That's fair. But I think his lows were, like, really low lows. Like, he's like spi- he was spinning like- the car, which is a problem. Yeah. Mission spin now. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said Vettel could go to Haas, and I, I don't see that happening. Oh, my God. 
They could not afford. They could not afford him. The Haas Renaissance. Gunter and Sebastian. And Valtteri. Them yelling at each and other. And Valtteri after he gets loses his Mercedes seat. Yeah, you never know. So Ben's hot take is that Russell goes to one of the top teams. Sam, do you have one? My hot. Well. Uh, I don't think I don't th- I think my hot take is that this year's championship goes down to th- at least the last two races. Yeah. Maybe Whenever the last might be. Yeah, I do think though it's going to go down to the wire this year. Yeah. And that happens to happen I in think a the while. Co- the competition but, looks really high so far. Between the two I don't think Red Bull has a chance though. My other hot take is that Red Bull won't win a race. <laughs> really? Yeah, they they haven't looked stellar, hey. No. I can see Verstappen pulling one out. I guess, but unless Mercedes double DNF, I don't think he has the pace. I think the Mercedes car is too good. I I would agree. He needs a lot of. They need a lot of luck. Red Bull needs a lot of luck. I think because like Red Bull's always been good at like the Monaco, but they're not going to Monaco. Like some of those tracks, they're not going to. They've traditionally and Austria has been traditionally Max Verstappen's like best track, and he didn't have. Look close to winning either week. Yeah, I think um, Hungary's good. You know, Hungary has been good though. For there's a few quarters. Yeah, I was racing it just now um, before this, and I was thinking. I was thinking, you know, they they could they could play well for Red Bull. What are your thoughts on the the F1 2020 game? If we can bring that in. Um, I mean, I, it's my, it's technically my, not, yeah, it's my first one. Like, I played, like, 2018 a few times, so I don't really have much to compare it to. Um, but do you like it? Like, I don't know what to, I mean, like, yeah, it's a racing game. Like, I don't really know, like, I can't find me, I can't find a reason to not like it. Like, it's either I like playing racing games or I don't like playing oh. racing games. You know, I, don't, I don't really understand the niche things about an, an F1 game that would make it good or bad. I just find sense. it like you feel like you're going pretty fast when you're driving. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, like when you're going through those fast corners, like you actually feel like nervous. Yeah. So that's what I think oh, is yeah. cool. Like I'm, my hands are totally sweat. Like my, I'm gripping the controller so hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I, do you turn the controller when you play sometimes? <laughs> when I start, when I first did it, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jai, you have to get it. Yeah. I remember I tried playing it once back in, like, first year, and I was yeah. horrendous. It was impossible for me. It's so hard not to drive into the back of cars. Yeah, ben has a hard time in driving in traffic. <laughs> yeah. It's so... Because I feel like everyone breaks earlier than me. Yeah, they do. The, the AI breaks so early. It's you, so annoying. You just have to send it around the outside. <laughs> you just gotta take the uh, take the outside path. Maybe take the exit road. <laughs> Go the al- take the Albon line yeah, yeah. and hope no one Hamilton's you. Oh, yeah, line, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess that's a very round catch up on F one. Um, let's let's move to the NHL and the NBA. Um, actually, I just saw the bracket for the NHL return. Yeah, let me pull that up. How are you? Uh, Ben, how are you feeling about Toronto's odds here? I mean, I haven't looked into um, who's going to be back on their roster because they were riddled with injuries. 
Um, so I think if they have a lot of their um, players back that they didn't have there, they wouldn't have had for, for their you know, originally scheduled playoffs. That they have a good shot. Um, I think the first round especially, the Columbus is pretty defense heavy, I believe. Um, so there's it'll be interesting. I think out of all the teams they could have played, this is potentially one of the better, like one of the best options for them. So there's these qualifiers in each conference, and then it's the top four seeds have a round robin at the same time. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Um, I had a bunch of people talking today. Yeah. I think that people thought that uh, hockey. They just thought that the announcement was the other day that hockey's coming back, but didn't they announce that a while ago? So they announced yeah. it a while ago, but the timeline was really up in the air. And they okay. announced the format, didn't they? The format yeah. was announced a while ago. Yeah. Um, but the dates have sort of been like laid out um, over the past two weeks. I want to say it could be three weeks, maybe. And I think they're like pretty finalized now. The dates. Um, but yeah, the formats, and that the format plays into the draft too, which happened. Oh, what about uh, the draft lottery? For that. How stupid is oh that? Oh my god, it's so dumb, man. Man, Pittsburgh. I mean, like for Pittsburgh, for me, I'm happy. Yeah, like, or Toronto. Jai, any team that loses in the first round of the playoffs, they all yeah. have a one in eight chance of getting the first overall pick. <laughs> because they did the yeah. lottery, yeah, yeah. and they they did the the lottery. And none of the worst seven teams, there's only seven teams that missed the playoffs, and the lottery worked out that none of those teams get the first pick. Literally the smallest possibility. I don't know the percent. It was definitely yeah, less than It was than like 25%, 5%, wasn't it? Oh, no. I, I thought it was really low. I thought it was 25%. Oh, I could be completely wrong. My colleague said it was really low. I think I each, I think each individual team had a low odd. But I think the overall chance that one of the, one of the playoff teams got it was like twenty five. Oh, that's even dumber. That's the stupidest thing I've ever. Oh, yeah, God. it was something like that. But could you imagine Arizona gets it? Any of this? There's so many teams that no, could get it. No, but that would be Taylor Hall's. Like, how many first round picks would that oh, yeah. had on his team? What if Toronto that's... gets it? They'll get left. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. Like, or no, but they don't need Lafreniere. To be fair, like, I if they get that, they I think they should trade it. Trade. What if Pittsburgh like, gets gets it? They get Lafreniere. Like, oh, we're screwed. They're winning the cup. Like the next, like, oh my god. The team that I would actually the like. Leafs don't need him. Though. I would like to see like Montreal get him or something. Like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I would agree. I, or even like Vancouver would be a powerhouse. I think they're going to be really good the next few seasons. It'll probably be someone lame like Minnesota or something. Chicago would be such a waste, man. I was kind of hoping he went to Detroit. They're still going to be the like dead last. Yeah, true. I don't think Lafreniere is that good, to be quite honest, though. At the end of the day. Did he watch uh, the World Juniors? I think Quentin, Quentin, Quentin Byfield. No, I, I'm saying he's good now, but long term, uh, I don't think he's going to pan out. I think Quentin Byfield's going to be more valuable. Long term, long term. Do you think they're going to be able to play it out without any stoppage for infections or things like that? I think so. And I think F1's been a good indicator of that. 
that it is possible. Yeah. F1 hasn't had a single positive test in all of F1, F2, or F3. That blows my mind. I, I heard really that, surprising. and I was like, that's incredible. I mean, that the Premier insane. League's been doing well, and they've had, like, a couple here and there since they started. Unlike so the, many people in F1. Yeah. Unlike the league we're going to talk about that's, next, which has been... Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Not a lot of good news there. Yeah. The end, it's, what, today's the 12th, so they're supposed to be starting in, like, just over 15 days. And they're in Florida, where we just had 15,000 cases in a single day. <laughs> um, have you been, like, looking at the players posting stuff from the yeah, bubble and things like I've that? Yeah, I've been following a block on TikTok. Yeah, Surge is it's always providing it's us It's on my content. For You page every day. Did you see the ring they got? Like, the yeah, tr- trace the, tracking? the testing it's thing. It's kind of sick. I mean... I think it's funny how, like, they're so used to being spoiled at their hotel room, like, they don't like it. Like, I'm not really sure what they expected was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Rondo tried to compare it to, like, Motel 6, which was a little bit of a stretch because it's still... I don't think like, Rondo's ever been... Hotel. I don't think Rondo's ever been to a Motel 6. I was going to say. <laughs> not in a long time. The funniest, the funniest video I saw was um, they had organized for, like, some DJs to be playing <laughs> at the pool in the night and there's no one there it's just a dj playing like god's plan <laughs> oh no <laughs> the spot vibes i had not heard of any of the djs either had you yeah no i didn't know of any of them i guess like no big djs actually wanted to come to the bubble and risk their lives but i, I was hoping dj guido yeah. might show up <laughs> dj guido oh boy. i hope he hears this <laughs> um yeah I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA has an out like an outbreak. And just I don't think they're down. gonna. I don't. On, I still don't believe they're gonna finish the season. We haven't gotten agree. any test results in the last like week since they actually arrived. So we'll wait for those results to come through. Maybe they're just they're gonna wait. Playing in, they're playing in Orlando, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that would have been like going to finish the season in China during like February. <laughs> <laughs> Worse. Yeah. I mean, worse. Um, yeah. The MLS Sam, just had, th- didn't the MLS just have an outbreak too? They had a couple teams just like had way too many tests and had to pull out. And like the Toronto playing. game was just like postponed like this afternoon. Oh, really? Something happened there. I'm not exactly sure. It's a developing situation. I'm getting a <laughs> Thunder Jazz vibes from March 11th. <laughs> Can we talk about Woj too? Yeah, do you want to? How do you feel about Woj getting suspended without pay? Wait, I did not hear about this. Explain what happened to Ben. (laughs) So, a couple days ago, I I don't know if he was a sender, but some politician from one of the southern states, presumably a red state, um, oh boy, said that the he tweeted something about the NBA and how they should be supporting like cops and the army instead of putting all this focus on Black Lives Matter movement. and things okay. like that and so Woj the NBA's like leading story breaker yeah um like emailed him privately saying fuck you that was that was the entire email and then no the, like literally like, it literally was, was just two email. words <laughs> oh you, you know, oh my god really and so this guy screenshots the email and puts it back on twitter 
Oh my god, man. And then when was it? it was last night or yeah, I think it was last night. Thanks. Um or two nights ago. Woj is through ESPN, right? Yeah. Yes. So they suspended uh, him. <laughs> it's like oh. And free Woj has been trending on Twitter. Yeah, that was last email? night. Why last email? Night. You would think he'd do it on Twitter. Email was a little strange. <laughs> That's, that's like get... more of a fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's Twitter, it's like, you can, like, but like, email is so formal. That's like, yeah. That's like, you're saying fuck you and you're wearing like a suit and The tie next step would be on LinkedIn just... Messenger. Yeah, sending him an in mail, spending those credits. He asked to connect and he does a personalized message. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Hmm. Um, Woj is pretty woke, I guess. That's our takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> assuming assuming both the leagues go go through fine what are your predictions for the nhl nba man like it's so NHL, hard, it's so hard no to idea. predict the nhl yeah, <laughs> yeah. really it's so like literally like we saw that last year like i yeah i could not i think vegas if i had to, if i had to pick a team i'd pick vegas um and a close second would probably be dallas Vegas or Dallas? I really don't know enough about the Western Conference to like make a prediction. Like, yeah, that's fair. I I think that the East though, I think it's gonna be uh, Boston or Tampa Bay. I think they're just think? so good. Maybe Philadelphia, but one of those three teams. Could be. Yeah, we'll see. It's. But. So up in the air. It's impossible to predict hockey, especially at coming off a yeah. three or four month layoff. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean we've seen in the Premier League just like some teams are not the same as to what they were back in March. Of <laughs> Leicester City. Leicester City. <laughs> um, yeah. Even the NBA, like I'm not really sure. It'll probably come down to one of those three teams: Bucks, Clippers, or Lakers. The coronavirus is going to win the NBA championship. That is more likely than any of those teams winning. Yeah. Can I we think- have a team rename? Like you know how Washington Redskins might get renamed? Like. The Washington. Oh. Do you have any? Uh, or something? Do you have any suggestions for the Redskins? The Washington are? Essential Workers. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know how you go about like renaming Black Lives a team. Matters. I don't know how you go about renaming a team like six seasons left, and just you have to redo everything. The Washington at stolen saw... by Smith. Oh boy! Jeez, that's a whole another conversation. They have a lot of followers. I did not realize. Yeah. I mean, the Redskins, like, I, like, it's kind of hard to go to a different name. Like, what are they going to be? Like, most of the good names are taken. I saw an interesting post. Um, it was by an, an indigenous member. Um, I can't remember I saw it. But he was, like, su- like su- supporting the name um, because it, it was, like, he... he he was saying like a lot of indigenous um, and First Nations like cultures just been like wiped away, and, like this, in his opinion was like a good way to like preserve that, which I thought was an interesting point. Yeah. At least. I wonder. I, don't, I bet you most indigenous people would disagree though. I would. Yeah. I would agree. Like I think I think that the name needs to go. And the Indians definitely and need I to change d- their name too. <laughs> I was just their logo. Say, that one that one more than others. Yeah. I thought that was the worst one of any of the teams. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Redskins is 
Redskins kind of bad. I think yeah, Redskins worse than Indian. They're both pretty bad yeah, though. It's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I assume uh, there will be changes made in the next few weeks. I'm interested to see what they pick as their new names so. though. <laughs> it's gonna be something. I mean, why for... wouldn't they do something like? Uh, isn't every other Washington like most Washington yeah. teams are like about it being a capital, right? It, the Capitals, nationals, the Nationals, the Capitals, well, the, or the, the Wizards. Wizards. <laughs> The Wizards used to be. Um, they used to be the Bullets. Future, right? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be something stupid. Yeah. It's gonna be like the Washington like monuments or something dumb like that. I don't mind that actually. I... Washington no? monuments. I mean, we'll see. I feel like I it could any, be anything. Like, yeah, yeah. It just needs. Yeah. Hmm. Um. All right. Last thing before we go, we usually do a a movie and TV catch up recommendations anything you're watching i need recommendations <laughs> sam um I'm trying to think i'm gonna go look at my what i watched recently i'm oh, watching a, i've watched a lot less movies since like the summer started i was watching too many during like the lockdown yeah i would agree let me see oh i, finally I watched, watched the great gatsby i, I was came just on netflix say, that like is it. the worst movie what uh, with Leo in it that I've ever seen. Um, it's pretty all I was over the say, place. If, if I can, if I can recommend a movie not to watch, um, honestly, as soon as they stopped playing like Kanye and Jay Z, the movie got worse. Like that was the best part. The first half hour was good. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna be all for the Kanye music, and that was. I heard that, and I knew I couldn't watch this movie anymore because that just did, made it not fit whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever. I'm- I've seen and the movie think, once, and uh, all I remember is that it's just like all over the place, and it's way too much. And Toby Maguire is like a, you dropped acid. Toby is a terrible actor. Toby. Oh yeah, his performance is horrid in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> just so bad. I mean, I think he, I think he. I, I, I think don't know. He gave up on acting after that. Spider-Man movies. <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking I was timing. I, I looked up when Molly's game um, was supposed to take place. So, uh, yeah. like, so Gatsby was filmed, and I think, like, that whole him being the poker ring. I could be wrong, but I think that was in a similar time frame. It's um, so funny that I he's... I, I wish he had been in Molly's game playing himself. He should have just cast him as himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine how much he... He wouldn't have had to act. That? Would have been good. Um, I also watched Fight Club. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. I meant to watch that. Have you never seen it? I I'm, I should I should watch it. No, it's yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I won't say anything about it then if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, we don't you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> another good movie I watched is that like an HBO movie called Bad Education. It's like it's about about these like corrupt like uh, principals or superintendents at a school district. Oh wow! It's like a based on a true story. It's Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney. It's pretty good. Hugh. Oh, okay. Have you, I also watched I like that. Slumdog Millionaire. That's a great movie. I hadn't seen that before. That's a fantastic it made me cry. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Watched Interstellar again. So good. Of course. You got it. So good. Mm, uh, I think that was about it. Oh, I watched Juno. Oh, yeah. Pretty good one. Ellen Page, Halifax, Halifax native. 
Oh, I yeah. finally watched uh, Parasite a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. How'd you like it? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I can't I, believe you waited that I long. I can see why. <laughs> I don't know why I waited that long. Um, but I definitely see why it did really well at the awards. I rewatched it. It was still good the second time. Yeah. I was oh. pretty freaked out for a couple of days. <laughs> it is very traumatizing. Yeah. It's like a scarring effect that... I watched Grease last night at the drive-in, which I had never seen. What did you think? Like, I had, um, I had lower, like, I knew I wasn't going to like it, um, because it's, it's a musical, and I, I've never really been into musicals, but I think the fact that it was a drive-in made it, like, less serious, like, I was like, you know, I couldn't watch Grease if I was sitting in my room on my laptop, but I was, like, kind of into it, like, there's points, I was like, alright, I get the hype. I've never seen do it. Do you think? Um, do you think the drive-in experience is like somewhat of a replacement for maybe some movies for people who don't want to go to theaters? I don't know. Like new movies want to come out in drive-ins or no? It won't match the like immersive, like the immersive experience whatsoever. I'm willing to risk my life to go see Tenant. <laughs> I would. Me I too. would concur. <laughs> yep. Um, they pushed it back to August 12th now, but it might end might up being. We may end up going to see it in Kingston. <laughs> Yeah, you but might be. Movie theaters aren't open with Phase Three, I don't think. Uh, I thought so. Like, I could be wrong. Have you seen? I would be doing. There was anything. Have you seen Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Yeah. That, I watched that one too. That was really good. You're just hitting all That's the classics, aren't you? I went through like I watched a bunch of Brad Pitt movies because then. I, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Seven? I watched a bit of it. But I was not like in the mood to like go through that, so I'm gonna watch it again at a different time. <laughs> you guys, I thought you watched it at the house. Yeah, no, that was good. me and Kendrick's, I think. Yeah. Okay. Is it good? Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I wasn't what do you mean? in the mood it's for that. It's a process. It's um, it makes you think. I think I watched I Tonya instead. Good movie. Okay. That was a good movie, wasn't it? I didn't see it, but I heard it was really good. It is really good, actually. Sebastian Stan, he's pretty good. They cast uh, Margot Robbie in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Really? There's another one? Yeah. Who's Jack Sparrow? No way. I assume they're just not going to have Johnny Depp. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. They're not going to have Johnny Depp? Or you think they will? I would think they wouldn't, but I don't know, actually. What's up with Johnny Depp? Is he like a... He's currently He's going his... to court. He's in his He's court case right now. He's going to court in two weeks. For yeah. what? Uh, they're doing... Hour, it's really soon. With Oh. You should read some of the stuff coming out of the, out of those uh, depositions he's and stuff. Wild, man. It's crazy. He's wacko. He scares me, man. <laughs> yeah, but apparently she's pretty off the chain as well. I mean, I feel like you'd have to be to be in a relationship <laughs> with this guy. Right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I have no no question that Johnny Depp is just crazy. But, yeah. Yeah. Um. Wow, we got a little off topic there, but um. Yeah. Sick. All right. Thanks for coming on, guys. No problem. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you. We'll definitely do this again soon. We can do a full catch up on every topic we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. See ya. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The CFRC Podcast Network at podcast.cfrc.ca is brought to you by the generous support of the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences. 